Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. My name is Robin Nagel, and this is a podcast series where I got to talk about the random things I want to talk about. Today I'm going to be talking about Melchizedek, because clickbait, obviously. Gotcha. Ha. Um, but no, really. Uh, I want to go through a couple of these topics that people have kind of asked me about, like the more hot-button type of deals um, in uh, the Bible, and run through a couple of them. And this is one of the ones that obviously everybody's always curious about. And so I'm going to record it. If I'm not currently recording, um, if it's not going to be in the uh, lecture series that I'm currently recording, if I don't answer it in that, uh, because I answer a couple of them in that, uh, then I will uh, obviously uh, try to answer them in this podcast series, uh, which is what I'm currently doing right now. Uh, So Melchizedek is uh, a person, historically, is the uh, king of Salem. And uh, he lives during the time of Abraham. We have an encounter with him in Genesis 14, and it's really the only uh, encounter with him. Um, So because of that, uh, because it's such a small uh, disclosure of this historical person, there is lots of thoughts about him. Uh, There is Midrash, there's uh, an excerpt from uh, the second book of Enoch about him, there's um, multiple theological disputes and... Uh, thoughts about him. I mean, even if you look at the book of Hebrews, that's very much a theological case um, about him. Um, not necessarily pulling on the historicity, but his, uh, his um, I don't know, mantle or um, existence. And so uh, there's obviously a lot of different views. And literally, uh, by the end of this, I'm just going to pretty much say, uh, we don't know because uh, we have a small excerpt in Genesis and that's really all we can technically go off of, uh, while everything else is um, plausibly historically accurate. Uh, some of it conflicts with each other, um, and I'll mention the ones that are least viable. Um, well, there's really only one that's the least viable, and I, I will make it very clear um, that that's not the one that you listen to. Um, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, because why not? Um, so yeah, uh, Melchizedek is a king. Uh, he's the king of Salem. His name literally means, uh, my king is righteousness. Um, and, uh, some scholars, uh, tend to look at his name and see the parallel to Adonai Zedek, who's also the king of Salem during the time of Joshua, and, um, view their names, uh, as, uh, Zedek being the, uh, Canaanite god, the Canaanite god of righteousness, essentially, and that they were actually worshippers of him. Uh, now, that's odd because obviously the encounter with Abraham is that he uh, blesses Abraham and blesses God and um, is said to be a king of the Most High God, uh, the uh, God that will later become known as the God of Israel, um, once Israel is a nation. Um, So yeah, that seems odd, obviously, um, but it certainly is plausible the way that um, uh, God's work in a henotheistic setting, which is what the Bible is based in where all gods kind of exist, um, but the nation's gods are the ones that are obviously worshipped the most. Um, I've said this in conversations before, um, the other gods exist, or at least they um, seem to exist, to the historical people in the Bible. Um, You cannot get, you know, led astray by something that's completely imaginative. Now, if you... um, want to word it in the way that, uh, you know, Satan uh, deceives them and gives them all these multiple names and so on and so forth. Um, You can do that, and I've talked sort of about this um, in previous podcasts. Um, 
But again, to their view, uh, like they were clearly worshiping from their viewpoint, they were worshiping these people uh, or these gods as real gods. Um, so because of that mindset that all gods exist, essentially, um, it's possible that uh, this king was uh, a king of this god Sedek, um, but he just recognized Abraham uh, and Abraham's god uh, and blessed them in that way. It uh, doesn't necessarily take away from any of that, uh, but that's not necessarily one that I generally uh, lean towards. Um, it, uh, my like personal viewpoint is uh, that he was simply a king of Jerusalem or pre Jerusalem, uh, called Salem. And, um, he also uh, was a priest of God. Um, and those are, that's pretty much the, the simple, uh, view because that's all the text gives me. And that's really all I can technically go off of. Um, everything else is kind of speculation. So, um, you have one viewpoint, uh, that these Kings were, uh, Kings of Sedek. Um, there's also the other viewpoint, uh, again, taken from the name, that they're uh, just kings of righteousness, the, the Melchizedek being king of righteousness, Adonai Zedek being uh, lord of righteousness, that their god is actually the idea or topic of righteousness and not necessarily a, a, a deity, um, which is kind of a completely different viewpoint. Uh, it could be just that the uh, Jebusite or Canaanite kings of Salem all had the title Zedek in their name, and we've only ever met two. Um, those are the only two that are given to us um, with that name. Um, it's possible that it was uh, a dynasty, possibly, that started with Melchizedek and uh, lasted the uh, 600-ish years um, to Adonai Zedek. That's completely uh, plausible. Um, we just don't know. Again, this is mostly uh, speculation of studies. Uh, so another view is if you actually do the um, year study, essentially, uh, you count all the years from Adam onward that the uh, Bible gives us, uh, you find that Shem uh, is still technically alive during the time of Abraham. Uh, and a lot of uh, scholars also say that Melchizedek is actually Shem, and this is a title given to him um, because of uh, him obviously worshiping God. Uh, he could easily be a priest of God, given that he was, uh, you know, the next generation post-flood. Um, that all makes sense to a certain degree. Um, and it's a, obviously a cool, fun idea. Again, we can't prove it or disprove it. Um, it's just, it's an interesting thing. Um, one of the ones that is uh, always fun is when I talk about the Book of Enoch. This actually comes out of the second Book of Enoch. Um, this is a uh, pseudepigraphal text, uh, pseudo meaning uh, fake, um, like a pseudonym, like a fake name, that's attributed to Enoch. Enoch did not write it. Uh, the majority of these came from the first book was most likely 2nd second, second, second century BC. Uh, the second book most likely came out of like 100 AD-ish. Um, but there's actually a uh, section in the second book of Enoch called the Exaltation of Melchizedek. Uh, it, tells him ex it tells of how Melchizedek was uh, born of a virgin. Um, the uh, wife of Nir and um, a brother of Noah somehow. Uh, the child came out of his mother after she had died and sat on the bed beside her corpse, already physically developed, clothed, speaking and blessing the Lord, and marked with the badge of priesthood. 
Forty days later, Melchizedek was taken by an archangel Gabriel uh, to the Garden of Eden and was thus preserved from the deluge without having to be in Noah's Ark. Um, obviously, that one sounds the most ridiculous out of everything. Um, but legitimately, like, people believed in that, obviously. Um, it's a text that was circulated uh, pretty decently uh, in the first century AD. Um, it seemed to be, uh, you know, some type of uh, theological idea backing behind it. It's probably one of the reasons why the book of Hebrews talks about Melchizedek, because he's still being talked about clearly, um, or he, or this author of uh, the second book of Enoch would not have uh, written that portion. Uh, so clearly, for, you know, almost 3,000 years, well now, uh, you know, 5,000-ish uh, years, we have this um, king, uh, who's been talked about uh, that we don't really have a full historical basic f basis for, but we have all these different ideas about him. Um, and that's really about it. Again, we have one excerpt in Genesis that clearly talks about him, what he did, and his encounter with Abram. Um, that's really all we have. Everything else is speculation. Uh, his name is used as, you know, a theological tool and device because he was king of Salem, and it seems like he was a priest of God. So when Hebrews talks about him um, and Jesus being in the uh, lineage or line of Melchizedek, um, it's referring to, obviously, uh, that the kings of Jerusalem were sons of David, and they continued onward, um, but the high priests were generally sons of uh, Aaron and that lineage, and they never really intersect, but clearly uh, during Abram's time, there was a king and high priest of Salem. Uh, you can even talk about during the Hasmonean period, there were uh, kings and high priests of uh, Jerusalem during that time period. Um, and then we have uh, Jesus, obviously, as king and high priest. Um, so that's more of a, an illusion device than it is using historical basis and applying it. Um, it's completely possible that Melchizedek is some type of pre-incarnate Christ, um, we just don't know. Um, some people obviously tend to think that as well. Um, I wouldn't necessarily lean that way, but it's obviously, uh, when it's not provable, uh, and it doesn't have, you know, uh, a crazy amount of value, um, that alters your beliefs, you know, um, then, you know, you can believe whatever you want. If you want to believe in the second book of Enoch's description of him, go for it. I will plausibly laugh at you, but yeah. Um, one day, I think I'll actually do like a full teaching on the book of Enoch and the second book of Enoch, um, because a lot of weird ideas come out of those books, uh, and pseudepigraphal texts in general. Uh, so yeah, I might do that at some point in time. It'll be probably a couple part one, though, um, because there's a lot to go with those. Uh, but yeah, so as always, thanks again for listening to uh, this podcast, the feedback, and all that good stuff. Uh, I certainly appreciate it. I hope it's, uh, you know, entertaining or educational or interesting. One of those three. Uh, yeah, hope so. Um, but yeah, as always, thanks again, and I'll catch you guys at the next one.